dads. Hello. Welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I'm Jared Spansky. With me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, just another Corona. Yeah? Yeah, this time I, I took a little lime juice and did spray it in there. Is it better? Oh. It's got a little liminess to it. Yeah, a little little flavor, little flavor kick to it. Yeah, just a little bit. What about you? Are you drinking anything? I'm drinking a little bat. Hmm. Yeah. Look at you. I know it. Look at look at me. Living on the edge. Joe, this is this is odd. We're doing this no cameras, and we haven't done a no camera stream since you got your internet fixed. Yeah. It's uh it's weird because I feel like they don't know the cues. Like, you know, there's social cues when it comes to looking at your face. Like I know what to do. Moving to into say, the next conversation, not... everything like yeah. that. Like, yeah. It is it's strange. It's really strange. Yeah. Is. I'm looking at a cartoon goose right now. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I have a question for you before we get into this thing. Okay, hit me. Um, we once talked about like what time is too early to mow. Yeah. Um, what time is too late? Because mm. it's eight. It's ten after eight right now, and we're gonna be gone at a concert tomorrow, and my lawn really needs to get mowed. I think it's too late, Joe. Once it gets dark, it's too late. It's not even dark, though. I mean, it's getting there. Yeah, I guess. I would say the latest you can start mowing. Well, so it's different because my son goes to bed real early and like backpack blower guy always blows off the back porch at like eight o'clock at night and Ben's trying to sleep. So that like drives me nuts. I know that's not the norm for like everybody, but you know. On yeah. the flip side, Ben's awake at six o'clock in the morning, so I can get up and mow then, and I don't. So <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, I guess you talked me out of it. Do some other task around the house. Wake up bright and early. Get the lawn mowed at nine a.m. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. Do it. All right. Cool. Well, Joe. Um, Today is your day in the rotation. It's my day. It is. What do you um, got for me? I got, a, I got a good one for you. Okay. Um, we're all feeling it, right? We're all, there's something in the air, right? It's that time of year. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's the start of spooky season. S- what? <laughs> it's the start of spooky season, Jared. What did you just say to me? Spooky season starts on, uh, well, it starts on January 1st, but we've waited a few months. We've held off. Um, Joe, you can't so, just claim that spooky season runs the entire year except for Christmas season. Uh, what other times are there? You can have the month of October, which is dedicated for spooky season. Well, here we are. Start of spooky season. Oh, my God. June 9th. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell Katie when she plays Christmas music. It is June 9th. It is too early. Uh, Stranger Things got me feeling some kind of way. That is that is pretty good. That is. Um, I'll give you that. It was it was spooky. It was very spooky and I loved every second of it. Might go back and rewatch it because it was just very good. 
um, one of my favorite seasons of TV. For sure. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, Jared, what do you know about the Nain Rouge? I'm so glad we're going to talk about this because I was at a store downtown Detroit and they had like three or four t-shirts uh, for the Nain Rouge. And okay. I was like, wow, these are perfect for Joe and Kayla because you guys love the Nain Rouge, but I've never participated in it. So, Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm going to tell you the story of the Nain Rouge. Um, and the Nain, what essentially the Nain Rouge is, um, it's French it's French for Red Dwarf. Um, and the Nain Rouge is Detroit's local cryptid. Jared, do you know what a cryptid is? I don't. I have no idea what a cryptid is. So a cryptid is like, um, you know, a supposed animal that's out there, like Bigfoot, Nessie. Um, those are cryptids. Interesting. Uh, the, the Thunderbird. So... Um, what's the Nain Rouge? The one from Mexico, the Spanish one. Yeah, El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, the Nain Rouge also is called the Demon of the Strait. Um, and I'm going to give you a little background on it and and a few a uh, few things that has happened, uh, possibly because of the Nain Rouge. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. The Nain Rouge, um, whenever you you see it, is set to uh, or is said to bring about bad luck or misfortune in the area. So let's go way way back. Um, Hold on, before we do that, you, can you tell me what kind of animal the Nain Rouge is supposed to be? Yeah, absolutely. So the Nain Rouge is uh, the easiest way to describe him is um, like a red imp. Okay. Uh, like a red little goblin, almost. Uh, sometimes he's depicted with like a beard and black hair. Uh, other times he can be seen with like more hair, like you know, almost like goat legs. Um, but a red imp is kind of the best way to describe him. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. So picture maybe like a two foot tall little red dwarf goblin running around. And if you see him, bad luck forever. Bad luck forever. Okay. All right. I can I can deal um, with that. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to go way back, way back to March 10th, 1701 in St. Louis, Quebec. Um, at a party that was being held for Antoine de la Moth Cadillac, okay. is the founder of Detroit. Um, I, from here on out, I'm only going to call him Cadillac because that's one hell of a name. Uh, I'm also going to ask you if you're going to say Louis, you have to say Saint. Not Saint. Saint. So it's oh, either Saint. Louis. It's either Saint Louis or Saint Louis. <laughs> All right, Saint Louis, Quebec. Uh, they're having a party for Cadillac. Okay. And as the night goes on, there is a fortune teller that is happens to be at this party. Uh, and she showed up at the home, and of course, just like any fortune teller in a spooky story, she has a black cat perched on her shoulder. Sure. Why wouldn't she? Um. Yeah. Why wouldn't she? Um, they let her into the house and she began to read palms. The men, as she's going through this, started to be um, pretty amazed by what was going on. And she eventually ended up over at Cadillac. And she looked at his palm and told him that he was going to start a great city. Um, and as she's, you know, 
oozing over this great city, Cadillac, you know, says, yes, yes, continue. Tell me what else is going on. Or the fortune teller tells him that in years to come, your colony will be the scene of strife and bloodshed. The Indians will be treacherous. The hated English will struggle for its possession. But under a new flag, it will reach a height of prosperity, which you never in your wildest dreams pictured. Ooh. Um, yeah. So, Cadillac, you know, just hearing all this continues to press this woman for, for more and more. And uh, he asks about his children, and she says, your future and theirs lie in your, o- in your own hands. Beware of undue ambition. Hmm. It will mar all your plans. Pease the Nain Rouge. Beware of offending him. Should you be thus unfortunate, not a vestige of your inheritance will be given to your heirs. So, essentially, she's saying, you know, if you see the Nain Rouge, don't offend this guy, right? Because something's going to happen if you do. Be nice to the man, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, years later, he's founded Detroit. It's this great settlement, um, this great city. And him and his wife began to walk through the city. Um, and he hears that, uh, overhears a conversation between two men that are, they're saying things cannot run very long. Um, like basically things here aren't going to go very well because my wife saw Nain Rouge a couple of days ago. Oh, um, interesting. So when the, yeah, when they overheard this, Cadillac's wife kind of like stopped him and said, like, whoa, that's that's the thing that that fortune teller told you about. Cadillac, you know, laughed it off, didn't think anything of it. As they started for home, as they left for home, this red dwarfed figure jumped into their path, um, essentially showing himself the Nain Rouge came out. Cadillac then hit the creature with his cane and said, get away, and then left <laughs> laughing. <laughs> And as he left laughing, the dwarf also left laughing. Uh-oh. Uh, because, because, again, he was told not to offend the Nain Rouge. So shortly after this encounter, things kind of started to go downhill. Um, basically, uh, let's see here. Shortly after that, sorry, I'm looking at a couple different sites here. Okay. Um, Shortly after that, he kind of loses his fortune. Um, Trying to see the exact wording. But basically, at one point, he he loses control of the city. He loses his fortune uh, and is sent back to France, where he then is tried and loses, like, absolutely everything. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, on this, he starts to blame the Nain Rouge. you know, basically saying, hey, I did this, and I've, I've lost everything since then. Um, now, oh, I'm sorry. So he, he was uh, reassigned to Louisiana, and then he went back to France where he was imprisoned and lost his fortune. Um, so since, since then, there's been a few other things that have happened uh, in Detroit. So, in uh, Nain Rouge was first spotted, and then after that, Cadillac, uh, you know, his life went to hell. 
on January 30th, or January, July 30th of 1763, the dwarf was spotted again near the Detroit River, and that next day, Pontiac killed 60 men during the Battle of Bloody Run. Oh, God. Um, yeah, 40 years later, uh, in 1805, people saw the dwarf walking through Detroit, and on June 11th of that year, a fire burned most of the town. Um, and then in... This is a pretty big one. In 1813, General William Hall, which according to this website is the only officer in history to be sentenced to death for military incompetence, uh, claimed that he saw the dwarf grinning at him when he surrendered Detroit to the British Army. Hmm. Uh, someone saw the dwarf before the week-long riots in 1967. Um, and then in 1976... Someone saw him climbing a utility pole right before it had one of the worst ice storms in the it's ever seen, or Detroit's ever seen. Um, so basically they're saying, Curious. hey, you know, right, you see this dwarf, it's about to go, you know, not good. Um, these are kind of just the the short sightings of it. Basically, since then, um question now comes is the Nain Rouge is he causing these issues or is he actually there the signal that things will be happening and the city should actually you know be on the lookout for something yeah but what are you supposed to look at you know I don't know what are you going to look out for right um so the Nain Rouge legend become a huge part of Detroit folklore um, outside of Detroit, you really don't hear about it. I didn't hear about it until, I don't know, maybe five years ago, six years ago. Um, I, I didn't hear about the, it until we moved back. I mean, I, I grew up in, I mean, you grew up closer than I did, and then you, you didn't hear about yeah. it until five years ago, so. Yeah, so if you're ever around Detroit and you go into, you know, local shops, not the big chain shops, but those local shops, like, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, Songbird? Is that one of them? Citybird? Citybird. That's where I was. That's yeah. where I was. Where I saw the T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Like those kind of shops, they have you know, items that represent the Nain Rouge shirts. You know, I'm sure there's like koozies and things like that, pins and whatnot. Yeah. Detroit has kind of taken the Nain Rouge on, and what they do now in I believe it's April or is it Mar- no March? Duh. Uh, the last weekend in March, they do this parade called the Marche du Nain Rouge. And the best way to describe this parade is like a little mini, um, oh my goodness. What is that thing in New Orleans? What's the big celebration in Mardi New Gras. Orleans? Yeah, a little mini Mardi Gras. Um, it's this huge party parade in uh, the Cass Quarter. And the streets are shut down and people build these amazing floats. Um, there's people dressed up, people all painted up. Uh, and what they do is there, there's a Nain Rouge there. It's somebody in a large Nain Rouge costume. And the point is to chase the Nain Rouge out of the city. So the parade walks through the cast corridor. They chase the, uh, Nain Rouge to, I think it's city hall. Um, or, oh no, it's cast park. They go, there's a big party in cast park, um, where the Nain Rouge kind of, gives a little speech and then runs away. <laughs> um, 
So this happens every year where the city chases the Nain Rouge out of Detroit mm-hmm. for another year of, you know, to try to hold off misfortune. Um, so it's kind of a, a really short story, but, you know, the basis of it is it came down to it that Cadillac was told not to insult the Nain Rouge for fear that it would cause major issues throughout the city. And for almost forever, I would say Detroit has not had a good reputation. That's a, that's a fair assessment. Not in a very long time. Right. So is that due to the Nain Rouge? Did Cadillac really make a mistake way back when in the 1700s and, and cause this misfortune on Detroit for decades and centuries? I don't know, but... It's a good story. It is a great story. Uh, I'll, I will give you that. It's a great story. I was on the edge of my seat there for a while about like, uh, like I'm not what you would consider a believer of things like this, but I was on the edge of my seat. I was, uh, I don't know. It's something to think yeah. about. It's spooky. It's something. And you know what? If you ever see this little guy around the streets of Detroit, keep an eye out because something bad might happen soon after. Whether he's there warning you or whether he is there causing it, keep an eye out. Uh, you know what? I think he's probably running around. Detroit's a big place. There's a lot of hiding spots. That's true. That's uh, a very good point. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're, I think, Jared, I think you should check out the Marsh Dunane Rouge and anybody in Detroit or the Detroit area and, and anyone in Michigan should go. We've only been one time and it was. It was amazing. Like the costumes and the floats that people make for this one little parade in this one section of Detroit is out of this world. It's absolutely bonkers. And people show up for this thing. Hmm. I, you know what? Maybe next year I'll go. That sounds like, it sounds like a blast and like something it'd be fun to go see. Yeah. I think it's a, it would be a, it's very cool. Like, as a Detroit thing, right? Like this is mm-hmm. this is a Detroit Detroit uh staple and I, a lot of people I don't think know about it, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. Always there. I'm always down for more just Detroit stuff. I feel like we don't yeah. quite have enough Detroit things that are just Detroit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um and you know, the Nain Rouge has worked its way into a couple different things. There's a few beers named after it. Um there's a Detroit a Detroit Dwarf Lager. Um, na- uh, made by Detroit Beer Company, um, and a couple others, but oh. it's uh, it's out there. So, well, Joe, this is very neat. You see him? Thank you. Might do some more Michigan cryptid stuff down the line because there's quite a few around here. Joe, the thing you do best are spooky spiritual stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Well, thank you. Uh, it is like I said, it is a season. It isn't so. though. Like we can agree on that, right? Like spooky seasons until October. Spooky seasons a vibe, Jared. Just like brunch and uh dad rock. One of those so. things is correct. <laughs> uh well let's let these people out of here. Uh, this was a blast, Joe. Thank you for this. This was this was really, really neat. And uh thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, and uh we really appreciate you. We really appreciate Planet Ant for having us on the podcast network. Check out their other stuff there. And like I mentioned, uh Dad Rock is a vibe. Um Jared and I were actually invited to be on Best Song Ever 
uh, to talk about their dad rock summer. So go check them out. Go check out that episode where we kick off the start of their dad rock summer and add songs to their dad rock playlist. Um, it's a kick-ass playlist. It it's really, really is. It's really, really good. Very it's like good. perfect mowing the lawn playlist. It's very good. Uh, if you haven't yet, go follow us on our social medias. We're at Big Bad Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can find us there. We're going to post stuff all the time about uh, the goings-ons of, of Big Dead Energy. Uh, special little teaser. Joe and I are going to a concert tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Well, I say tomorrow night. Tomorrow night as of recording, but the same <laughs> night that this episode comes out. Time's a funny thing. Um, <laughs> so maybe we'll take a little picture and post it on, uh, post on Big Dead Energy. It'll be a blast. Oh, yeah. And hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.